part of blindsidepods.com. Hi, this is uh, this message is for Mark Cannon's ball. Uh, this is your kickball coach calling. Uh, when everyone out went out to Dave and Buster's last night, someone left behind their tube socks and retainer. Uh, if you uh, if you're missing your retainer and your <laughs> teeth are a little out of whack this morning, uh, give me buzz back. All right, have a great one. I feel attacked. Welcome to a super fan roundtable on the week's events in the world of Kirk Menahan. This is the Menafan Show. Did you notice I got that kickball sound in there? You did. It was. I, I was wondering what that was. If that was just like feedback or a sound effect with your with your mouth, but it was. Um, no, that was, that was well done on your part. No, I found I've got to say, I do think is. it's it's a little creepy that you were actually able to find my real legitimate kickball coach. I also think it's it's a little overblown. He seems a little happy. He well, hey, he's an he's a nice guy. He's a happy guy. He's a, he's actually a youth pastor in his his spare time, um, <laughs> and uh, and you know he's he's he just likes working with young children. Nothing nothing weird about that at all. Um, he also does a podcast uh, where he reviews uh, beer and and kids movies. So um, very you know super super nice guy. Very good guy in uh, in, in all accounts. And he's very um, show don't tell. Yes, right. That's exactly the big thing. Show, don't tell. We're going to do thoughtful, nuanced analysis here, um, and analysis as well. Uh, that's for uh, that. We'll save that conversation for another day. Um, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for this? I mean, we we are a mere 15 minutes away. Christ, I've been I've been planning this for quite a while. You know, I, I told Moroso that, and you know what his response was? No, I haven't been planning it at all. So, little dig at you there. I'm about sorry. His... Was he was he saying that about the Enough About Me podcast that he's going to be the soon to be former producer of, or was he talking about me? <laughs> hey, well, listen, I, we can we can be assured of one thing that the levels will be even in this podcast. As they'll be nice and smooth, no up and down, up and down, and talking loud sometimes. We're but, not going to do any of that with here. With you eating the microphone that way, it still really didn't go up or down. I was listening this weekend to stuff you should know which is a real geek podcast, and it's just really two guys talking together. No up and down, no up and down. Let's listen to Joe Rogan. No up and down, up and down. Yeah. I, I don't understand. The, I, I really don't understand it. I was listening to it on Friday, and I mean, I'm riding the gain as I'm driving home. Mm. It's just blowing my ears out. And that and the treble's off, the bass is off. Something is wrong with the way they're setting that up. I went back, and in, in preparation for this podcast, I went back and listened to both times Morosa was on Enough About Me, and then when he was on our podcast for the first time. And it, it is a little mind-boggling that the levels and the audio quality on our podcast do sound better. I think that that's more so a, a result of, of the studio space that they're in. Uh, maybe I don't think it's really set up for podcasting. I be, tend to agree with that. I think it's like it's a broom closet that I think is set up to, you know, you know, to, to fucking tape, you know, 60 second promos for, you know, fucking wet T-shirt contests, whatever the hell they're doing at Mix over there. Yeah, I'll I'll go into that with him on how he could actually improve the podcast. But Kirk is not he doesn't come from a broadcast background, so he's not a broadcaster. He's an entertainer. He needs somebody to go in there and be an engineer and play with the levels and make it sound good. And if Kirk gives you the the runaround, just tell him what's in it for him. That's right. Yeah, Kirk is not a or broad. Move out of that studio. Move into a, a broom closet or a conference room. Yeah. And like you said, Kirk is not an engineer. Um, some people may say that that Kirk is not a guy that would play nice either. Uh, but there has been some backlash to the Michael Lombardi round two, uh, Make Me Smarter edition of Enough About Me that dropped today. I guess it would be episode two of Big Time Football. Big Time Football with Kirk Manahan and Muskrat MHB. Oh, how you guys doing? My name is Muskrat MHB. Nice to meet you guys. We're doing a lot of great stuff with the support of our Anacom partners. Very, very happy to be here tonight with Drunk Era. Curtis. I was going to talk about this at some time around Kirk having to have better political skills and that it would suit him well. So you're on board then. You think that yes. it was a good call on his part to play nice with Lombardi. You've got to pick your battles. And he did an awful job at the end of that run picking his battles, which got him into trouble. I mean, just Kurt, I'll tell you what, you do a really good job of putting words in my mouth. 
and, and I think it's time I put, I, you stop doing that, okay? I don't think you should need to put words in my mouth. I'm not putting mouth. any, words in, putting any words in your mouth. I'm putting no words in your mouth because you're not saying anything. I'm asking for specific well, guys, and you won't give me a specific you, example. You were happy to rip Collins a couple weeks ago, which is no, which I, is I, good, I, I which is which is okay, Mike. You, you did a good job, Mike. What I'm saying is, you know, I'm watching the game like you are. I'm watching the game like you are. I'm watching watch the game like you are, and I want to see Shut Up, Jerry, and I want to see... Let him finish. Which I think he would admit as well that he was really unhappy with WEI and with the management and with the the Bob uh, the, the the activist stuff happening behind the scenes and I think that that contributed to his maybe the way that he took it out on guests or his uh, you know his co-host but but we also love that about Kirk don't you love that about him I think the fans need to hear your opinion because it's so valuable and you've been around so many great coaches in your career I know I haven't I know I haven't hung out with Al Davis I haven't had you know fettuccine with Al Davis in Las Vegas I get it Mike but but I. I want a specific example. Just give me one. Just Uno. One of them. Give me one example. Now you sit there and think you have all the answers because I have no there. answers. None. None. Not one. Your stick is to attack radio guests, and that's what you do. There's no shtick, you know, Mike. Let anybody speak. Mike, speak you as much know, as you want. Mike's host too. Not just guests. I just want an example. That's it. If you can't give one, that's okay. Not a problem. This is your stick. No, so what? You and Jerry Springer have a stick. No what? It's your stick. You and Springer. No, I Am know I Springer. I, I know what? What do I know? You don't know anything. Right. I agree yeah. with you. That's why we have you on every week. So I'm asking for an example from that game. You said the defense has no passion. They're passionless. So I said, okay. I within the game, group. give you me. You don't want to listen. You don't want to listen. Is that unreasonable? You have all the answers, bro. I would ask, bro. I would, not if it's going to cause more problems than it's worth. You're going to run out of people to yell at. It's one thing if it's like a George Diaz type who's just a fool. That you oh, George on. Diaz. Oh, George Diaz. And, and you bring him on just to, you know, beat the hell out of him, whack a troll. It's another thing. I mean, Lombardi is what Lombardi is, but I was impressed that he was somewhat interesting. And once you got talking to him, he wasn't that stiff football guy who just thinks that he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah, no, you're right. Whack-a-mole, by the way, is my favorite game at Dave & Buster's with my kickball team. It's a little bit weird <laughs> that the that the coach wants to do whack-a-mole. Um, Not ski-ball. Off the court as well. A little bit weird he wants to do that. But anyway, that's a, that's a different story. We don't have to talk about my Me Too story. Um, so, you know, I think that there's something to that. I also think that, I mean, we're seeing a lot of backlash from people we're saying... We're going to called such kiss-asses and rump swabs. Well, and here's stuff. the thing. Here's the thing. So we're getting a lot of backlash of people saying that, oh, well, your guy's podcast has been better than... And Steve, I think, from Providence. Love you, Steve. But Steve said uh, something that our podcast has been better than Kirk's podcast. Like, here's the thing. Our podcast is the Minifan show. Like, the success of our podcast is directly contingent on the success of Kirk's podcast, right? So if you like our podcast, that's awesome. We mm-hmm. are a fan podcast that that works based on... We're riffing off of the content that's created by Kirk. Or at least to start. I, I think eventually we could do... I think we could do our own thing now and have our own niche. But, yeah, we're riding on his coattails a little bit. We're talking about the media in his vein, very, very niche, a lot like a radio gunk type stuff, except we like our guy and Monique doesn't like her guy. And the other thing I want to say is, like, do you guys want a show? Because if you want Kirk to go scorched earth on someone like Lombard, like, here, what is, I tweeted this out. He, like, everyone has a really short memory because I think, what was it, a week ago? A week ago, he had Sporty R. McKenzie on there and Lombardi hung up on him. So, I mean, we all have real short memories here that we're bitching and moaning that Kirk is giving the softball blowjob podcast to Mike Lombardi when literally a week earlier, he's having Lombardi saying, this is it. This is your podcast. Uh, and, Lombardi, and Lombardi, to his credit, came back on. Now, I will say there are there were some portions of that podcast where Kirk was saying stuff like, um, you know, like when when he said, "Oh, you got a shtick," and Kirk starts laughing. I could, I could, yeah, I stick. Right, that's what Lombardi says. And I could, I could sense that those old angers boiling up in Kirk just a little bit. But he, but he I don't know if tongue. that was the old anger. I think it was just remembering that he said the same thing, and it was just kind of humorous in an ironic way. This is your. No so what? You and Jerry Springer have a stick. No what? It's your stick. <laughs> so what do you think of big time football, by the way? Something, speaking of big time football, we got Big Dick Moroso coming on our podcast. Uh, a guy that is a, your typical radio guy. Um, PRM, Pussy Rubbin Moroso. That's right. Pussy Rubbin Moroso uh, comes up with the idea and then has me do 99.9% of the work. I will give Moroso credit. 
the whole big time football parody account and artwork that I created uh, that that was Moroso's idea, the genesis of it. But this is the extent of the conversation. I get a DM from Moroso saying, uh, can I trust you? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, Moroso, there are people that are close to you that trust me with stuff that is infinitely more important than whatever you are going to tell me right now. So yes, you can trust me. He goes, well, you know, I know you're Italian. And I'm like, what? What? He's like, yeah, us Italians have a trust thing. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, yes, yes, I, you can trust me. And I say Dude, this- Dude, I'm, I'm Italian I'm, too. I say this as I'm divulging what he said. And he said, today on, on the podcast, this was a couple days before Kirk- um, Dropped the uh, the uh, podcast with w- w- William Bendenson. William Bendenson, best Patriots coverage in the business. A guy um, nobody heard of before great. that. Great, Kirk is making him. him a star. That guy's fucking awesome. He needs to be on our show. Uh, if the uh, BJBSJ guys don't get him first on their podcast, little yeah, I'd there. like to have him on because on Mike's website, a little inside stuff. We could just throw him on for free, and that will get him off of SoundCloud. Yeah, get an RSS feed. We can get him on yeah. iTunes. It would make he a lot of sense. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to get rid of any ownership. It just it helps him. It helps us. Although Kirk freaked the freaked the hell out of me. He he reached out. He goes, "You're not stealing him. We're gonna have our first real problem. We're not we're not stealing William Patriots. Uh, we would just like to give him a bigger platform uh, yeah, and get it. him uh, uh, get him off of SoundCloud because I started on SoundCloud. SoundCloud's very limited. I, I know that from personal experience. Um, so Moroso's idea was, hey, Kirk did this whole thing with a Southern accent where he said he's going to host big time football. You're good with like creating artwork and stuff and and memes. I think he said it was just memes. He's like, can you make a meme of like mock artwork for uh, big time football? He was like, awesome. I actually like the idea. I said, I think I said something to something to the extent of, Mark, I'm shocked. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> so and and then I went and created it with yeah, the help stop of clock is right twice a day. That's that's right. Even a broken clock. That sounds like a deep. So a Dino what's sign. that? What is? <laughs> you can you can get it on your toaster. That's right. Turn on your toaster. What what is it that about that that's that that's a CIA secret? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that uh, that he was letting me know what was said on an Enough About Me episode before it aired. I guess. I mean, not that it's like state secrets or something. When like, have you blown that type of stuff previously? I know. I'm very very careful with what I divulge and what I don't divulge. I mean, so you know, like I would say, Moroso, don't be a wise guy about it. You know, I'm very I'm very careful with what I give up and what guy. I don't. I just think he's being dense yeah so so i created that parody account in the artwork uh with the help of the great and powerful sporty r mckenzie uh shout out to sporty uh and in typical moroso fashion um he did have the idea but he takes uh, the credit for somebody else's hard work well it's because he's insecure and he wants this job and he doesn't have the talent to back it up but that's not the only thing that's really bugging me today um have you heard from dickerson no i i tech i uh i i am tim I was at lunch one day. I am Tim asking him if he knew Carl Bean because I had some fun stories about what a perv the guy was. Yeah. And Dickerson responded back, then don't look at my iPad. And I'm like, okay, was your iPad in front of a bunch of women while, while you were looking at this stuff? And then he didn't respond back. But other than that, no, he kind of went dark. Yeah, I, I think it's been after he bounced. So let me give you guys the timeline. This is where things get a little, I mean, I'm prone. I'm somebody who's prone to conspiracy theories, uh, from, from the get go, but, uh, yeah, you're nuts. Yeah. Well, Hey, Hey, be nice. Be nice here. I'm, I'm lovable nuts. Um, and, uh, off the meds currently right now, which probably explains my behavior on these most recent podcasts. Uh, but, um, regardless, so we put out the call on Twitter for Dickerson to come on and, and, and that he was coming on and we were, we were asking the Twitter audience for questions. And we got some pretty good questions. We got, we got uh, Sporty chiming in and, 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 and SV who picks his spots when he wants to participate in our show. Um, the, uh, the, the only remaining Mutton Callahan parody account, SV Callahan, <laughs> uh, who's, who's, who, who may quit Twitter. Um, and he, he comments, uh, or I'm sorry, we, we put out the call uh, and literally the very next day, uh, we have uh, we have Mutton Callahan talking about Greg Dickerson, right? And also an hour after we put the Twitter questions out, Dickerson emails me saying that he had a conflict, a scheduling issue, and couldn't join us. So we've got we put the Twitter call out. The very next hour, Dickerson bails, and the very next day, Mutton Callahan is talking about how much they miss Dickerson and hope he's doing okay and haven't heard from him. To I don't me, remember saying anything about him that might piss him off. 
to me, if that anything, sounds I was like saying it's nice not us. It's him. not us, though. It's 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 Joey. I'm I'm assuming Joey got to him and said, "Listen, Greg, we'd like to have you back on, especially because you're one of like the two people in this building that's allowed to interview Tom Brady. If you want to come back, you are not appearing on that podcast. That's the only thing I can assume." Uh, I thought I made nice with Joey last week when he was the listener of the week. He got table service at the Fort Myers Carabas in All He Can Eat Alfredo. That's right. Um, so, uh, so we Dickerson's face is on milk cartons now. Um, we uh, he is he is missing in action. Hopefully, we hear from you, can Greg. You, can you imagine that the program director of one of the biggest stations in the country bills quite a bit is concerned with us and you in particular? Wh- what was going on where he's trying to uncover your identity? So yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll talk about this too. So. Um, so we had, uh, as we know, the Red Sox went to the White House and John Featherston went there and took a great picture of Zambrano picking his nose. I'm not sure if you saw that. It I tweeted that out. Yeah, it was just a scratch, right? It's a perfect Seinfeld episode there. And like 90% of the shit that I give Zambrano is I'm just like joking around. Like he, like, I don't like, I know that at the end of the day, and I know there's some people that are much more powerful than him, that he is a glorified scheduler. Like, that's it. He's got no real power in the building. In fact, people have gotten on us that were too soft on uh, Oh, me on, in particular. Right? Me in so, particular. So I wouldn't think that this guy would have a problem with me. But I was told from somebody who was at the White House that Zambrano approached this person and said that one of the first things that they said, among other things, that Zambrano said was, hey, who is that MHB guy? Like he's like asking about who I am or who my, like, what, what my identity is. Like, again, so he finds out your real name. And then what? Then what? Right? What? What? what, what you gonna call my employer, Joey? Oh no! I, my name's Joe Th- 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 Arbano, and I'm the program director of W E E F. Like, what? What do you? What, what, what do you think that's gonna do? It's gonna scare me, Joey? Like, no, no. There's, there's Maybe not. He wants ch- to offer you a job. Oh well, he. Yeah, listen. DMs are open, Zambrano. Right? Even there's no rat filters on my DMs. You can, you can message me till you're blue in the face. Till the, you know, all day long, I'll be, I'll be willing to listen. Uh, you know, it's not enough that that you got that you got trying to dox people, and 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 you've got Mark with a C James trying to dox people that that dox me. Now you've got Zambrano asking about my identity, uh, and when I have it confirmed from a separate individual that he said that he's not a fan of me, like it's like. Like the fact, this is his priorities. These are your prior. Your your station is bleeding ratings, bleeding ratings, and your priority is figuring out the identity of a parody account. There are now more people who used to listen to the Mutton Callahan show than currently listen to the Mutton Callahan show. That's a sixty percent drop, and none of them went to the ninety-eight-five the sports hub. They just disappeared. They maybe went to Hellman. They maybe went to Carlson and McKenzie. Maybe they went to Maddie in the morning. They just they just disappeared. Yeah, or they went to um, wrestling podcasts like you uh, with with your with your goober uh, Conrad Thompson. Oh my God, I've been listening to the wrestling podcast for years. They're fantastic. <laughs> it's a golden uh, age of wrestling podcasts. I'm, I, w- I wish that I knew this before I agreed to do a podcast with you. I, I'm just, I just <laughs> I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm listening to Gilbert's podcast. I'm listening to stuff you should. Gilbert's know. podcast is great. I've got to say, for anybody that's not that doesn't listen to it, you should. It's just it's funny. Lots of gossipy, great fucking shit. Like that video you sent me was hilarious. Uh, of his, yeah, podcast. I sent you uh, Caesar Romero and the fact that he used to like young men throwing orange wedges at his ass. <laughs> Which is fun, which is you know, which is interestingly uh, what Mark Moroso uh, has asked Kirk to do on several occasions. I think up until this point, Kirk has uh, denied that. I think he said we can do that after we finish up watching Game of Thrones. Um, speaking of Moroso, uh, he just texted me. Um, he texted me GTG, what which I'm that? assuming is some sort of code, uh, maybe for like gargling your grundle. Um, but uh, GTG which I'm assuming is good to go and send oh. me that link. So I have put out the call um, for Moroso to oh, you s- send it to him. He's not re- talking to me anymore. I well, I know that. He talks to you. He's it's the typical Dwight Schrute. Used Shrew- to. That's right. Well, it's the Dwight Schrute shun and unshun thing, right? Where he's like, mm-hmm. "Could you please tell DEC that I do not like his tone with me?" Unshun, reshun, like that. That's exactly what he's doing. So now we are at a point where we are waiting uh, for Moroso to figure out how to log into Twitter, uh, open up his laptop, um, get rid of the uh, the about sixteen inches of uh, of man butter coated onto his uh, <laughs> his his his, uh, his keyboard, and and go ahead and get 
ready for this podcast. What can you give us a, a, an idea of where maybe set the table for this beef with you and Moroso? I'm not even sure what the genesis of it is. I haven't said very much about him. I've gone on a few times and said the audio level sucks. And I'm one of, I don't know, about 100 people. I've also said that the intro music is driving me nuts because it feels like he's changing the intro music and making it strange for an audience of about three people. And in the process of doing that, he's ruining the show. Just pick something that's Americana. You can go to YouTube approved audio. That's where I find a lot of my stuff and you'll be fine. But and and then he's gone and he's but big do you think time. That that's a big deal though that like the the intro music I don't I don't think that's I mean I think it's, I think it's kind of funny. Yes. Like, we know that he's doing that to fuck with people. Like he's doing that to literally troll people, which I'm I think a detail is detail guy. But he's in on There's the joke. Details. I mean, and then I trolled him again. Did you listen to our last podcast where I, I used the Moroso uh, intro music and spliced no. it in there? Some masterful editing yeah, on yeah, my yeah, part. Yeah, I did see it and irritated the hell out of me. Did that really make Yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, I come on. Like that wasn't that big a deal. I'm a detail guy. There's these little details that I like to hear. This is stuff that Kirk doesn't like. He doesn't like bits. He doesn't like stuff like that. I do. What is that? It's Moroso. Here, we're calling him. Hey, what's up? I sent you a uh, a link there, my friend, uh, to Twitter. Are we still good to go? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am sorry. I am using my wife's computer because mine just died. Ah, I can see that. So you just want to make sure you have the headphones plugged in there, um, and uh, and then because we're in the middle of recording right now. Uh, okay. You're 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 being recorded right now. Do you consent? Yes. You consent. I guess so. <laughs> This is our first live phone call on the air, by the way. Um, so uh, we are we are ready and waiting. I sent you the link to your Twitter account, so we are ready when you are. All right, give me two seconds. All right, All no right, worries. Sorry. Take your time, my friend. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm befuddled. <laughs> Ugh, I'm now starting to feel bad. Upon the examination of the galaxies of space, images begin to appear. Images of strange and powerful forces. But of all the forces in the universe, the two most powerful, Mark Moroso and the Menafans, prepare to explode. Moron versus Moron. Whackpacker versus Whackpacker. It's the ultimate challenge. It's the Metavan After some IT difficulties, Mark Moroso is here. For some reason, he wants to fight me. Our guest, our first returning guest of all people is Mark Moroso. He is the outgoing producer for Kirk Menahan. Mark Moroso, how are you? Hey, screw you, man. Let's just start there. <laughs> I, I, I am kind of befuddled by what your problem is with me. Well, we're going to get into it tonight, buddy. No, you're. I got to tell you something. There are people who have your side. There are people. There's who nobody who has my side. What are you talking yes, there about? Is. There's nobody. There, well, there are some person. allies. There are some allies that may or may not have your side. I think it's kind of funny the criticism that we're hiding behind a veil, and yet I just FaceTimed you <laughs> to, to walk you through the steps for how to uh, not only turn on your computer but join this podcast today. Yeah, I don't quite understand that tag of hiding behind a veil. You have to explain that to me. All right, explain that's fine. We like can I'm do that. Uh, we can do that. But first, I wanted to say that. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I'm tripping on my son's toys here. I just wanted to say that. Uh, John, when we did FaceTime, I was surprised. You're you're kind of you're kind of a looker. You're a handsome guy. Hey, see, well, you've seen me on live stream before. So it's not usually. <laughs> well, not... you had like sunglasses on. Ah, you don't have so to hide you... behind that, man. You can come right out with it. You're a good-looking guy. Uh, well, there are dark forces at work here that I think would be very interested. One of whom uh, is our good friend Joey Zambrano. So um, <laughs> I'd say there's some people that are interested in knowing uh, knowing my identity, my real identity. So there's your veil. And then there's also, I mean, you think that Shirley Lung or, or, or the activist wouldn't be interested in, in, in finding out? Like Our podcast was the one that broke the John Featherston podcast the, the, that we basically revealed what was said on that scrubbed enough about me episode yeah if there's any reason that i don't put my photo out there for everybody to see all the time it's really bob and shirley if for any other reason i really wouldn't give a crap 
but there's a couple people like that who could cause problems. And I'm probably yeah. being over paranoid, but not enough that I don't go on Blind Mike's podcast and kind of tell you my background so you could figure out who I was if you really wanted to. Um, well, okay, so let's get into the hiding behind a veil. Let's just get right to it. So, yeah, so so we had, let's call it Twitter Twitter beef. And it sort of peaked when you, when I said, when I said something like, you hide behind a veil and where I come from, that's called a bitch, right? <laughs> now, listen, now, admittedly, admittedly, you got me on a bad, you you got me on a bad day. You got me on a bad day. But um, you could tell me, you know, whatever. You're, you know, whatever, whatever. However you guys look at it. But I'll put it to you like this. The funny thing is I actually like you, Mark. I actually really do like you. I think you're a good guy. Well, thank you, John. I don't think you're so bad either. Your partner, on the other hand, w- this might take a little <laughs> bit more time to, uh, you know, to. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to, you know, we're going to do it all. But somehow I got to get the, I got to get the Twitter army back on my point? side. So uh, can we address? Come on, get to it. Let's let's address that. So the Twitter army, there was a, there was a point where they the the worm turned on you, where where Twitter turned their back on you, and now they hate you. They hate uh, me. Yeah. So can I give you? So first of all, let me give you. So I told you, I told you the very first podcast you did with us. I said, Mark, my number one advice for working with Kirk Menahan. you can't have a thin skin. You can't take things personally. And I think that I think with some of your clapbacks on Twitter, I think you you took some of the stuff personally. No. Yeah, so well, I'm glad you put it that way. I'll put it to you like this: I I really don't care about you know what you say on Twitter. It's not a big deal. But I I'm not crazy about you know bomba- like getting bombarded on a day to day basis with the like you know basically when it's a when it's like a, your production sucks and I hope oh, you shut up and you and I hope you don't get the job kind of thing. That's when I get a little salty because. I mean, fuck, I really want the job, and uh, I've been, uh, you know, grinding for a long time to get this opportunity, and it's almost like a dream job, and I, I'm, I'm like, delusional. I, I have is, it, to... is it almost a dream job, or is it a dream job? It's an absolute... I just, I just want to be clear. Well, yeah, there's no such thing as a dream job, but it, it's a job uh, that, I've dreamed, <laughs> that I've dreamed of having for a, a long time. Are you tired um, of working is... with Kirk yet, or, or are you liking it still? It's changed. The dynamic has definitely changed. I love working with Kirk. It's changed. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Does he like working with you? I, I think... You know, it's tough with Kirk. Let's put it this way. If he did not like working with me, if he definitively did not like working with me, I wouldn't be working with him anymore. So So this is a really great point to bring in that you're bringing up some points. And although you said nobody likes you, we did get a voicemail from somebody who wanted to. This is going to be the worst thing. What are you talking? This guy's going to rip me. Will you stop talking for a second? (laughs) Hi there. This is Mark Moroso Jr.'s uh, good friend, best friend. And I was calling to let you know. You're wrong about him. He's a wonderful man, the future full-time producer of the Kirk Hillman Show, wonderful, wonderful pussy-rubbing husband to a beautiful Albanian dove. And uh, you guys would be wise to just stay out of his way and uh, lay down and accept his greatness and, you know, stop giving him so much flack. Again, this is Mark Rosa Jr.'s uh, best friend, and you guys should, should really start considering about just leaving him alone because you're not affecting him. You're not, you're not ruining his daily day. You're just, uh, you're just making asses of yourself. All right, good luck with your rinky-dink show. <laughs> Mark, so somebody's that, there to support you. I got to say, your friend, your best friend, sounds a whole lot like you, my friend. That's a- He's in, he has embodied my, my feelings exactly. He nailed it, basically. He's been nailing that one. I think that guy nailed your feelings better than you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a problem facing my feelings but that guy's that guy gets me that guy truly understands me so when are you going to unload the cannon here you th- consider this consider this practice for somebody who has borderline special needs yeah, and yeah. Not talking about the the sight problem y- you gotta you gotta get some practice from mike tomorrow yeah i know oh god that's oh geez that's another one i know i, I don't know we'll see so so here's the thing is what i don't understand is if you guys chirp at me on twitter right why can't i chirp back like, I, I, my experience is that I'll get bombarded by a million people, and 99% of the stuff I'm cool with, like, the, like, the you're fat stuff and you're stupid stuff, like, whatever, I don't care. You know, it was only the, like, you know, you suck at production and I hope yeah, you that, don't get the that's job. Yeah, that's what you suck at production. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, 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 okay, can I ask you this? If you listen back objectively to enough about me, some of the, some of the recent ones, are you happy with the level, with the audio levels? Well, the situation that I'm in and how... Yes or no, yes or no, are you happy with it? No, they uh, listen. Okay, it, so there you go. So what? That's why people are mad at you. Yeah. 
Well, okay, yeah, all right. I mean, it's it's not as it's not as black and white as that. It's a little bit more in the gray. But listen, I, some some aspects of recording are out of my control, and there's only so much that I can fix and post. I know Kirk doesn't like you in the studio with him, right? No, of course not. No, Kirk doesn't want me in the studio, and I don't blame him for not wanting me in the studio. But you know, getting getting past that, we're recording in uh, Mix One Hundred Four Point One's uh, like side studio. It's a crap studio, and we're calling people on a on a phone line, and so you you really only have so much control over certain elements. But I'm not saying like I don't want to put it like, hey, the, the company's not getting behind Kirk. They are. It's just that we're in transition. And they're setting up, obviously, the Cadillac of studios and the Cadillac of equipment for Kirk. But for the time being, you know, we're stuck with this. Mark, I'm, I'm in a basement right now. I'm in an untreated room with a USB mic, a MacBook Air, and all the production that I did was done in GarageBand. Why does my stuff sound better? Well, it's because you, listen, I'm given the resource. As a producer who works for Entercom, I'm given my resources. You can go out and get your resources. And furthermore, I'm not Kirk Minahan's producer. I didn't sign a contract. I'm not getting paid full time with benefits. You know, I have to balance this and two other jobs. Um, And I'm basically being told that, hey, listen, this is where we're at for the next X amount of time. But don't you want to go a little bit harder? If you want this job, you're going to have to put a little work in to show that you can do it. Yeah, it's extra credit. It is. Yeah. No, no. I listen. I, I as a producer, you, you're always there's there's never the you know you're always trying to get better at sound quality. But I would say that for me, getting better at being Kirk's producer, really in the last couple weeks, the biggest areas of improvement for me probably was uh, was booking. Uh, you know, I was that was something that I I, I absolutely had to improve on. Yeah. I, I mean. I, I would say when I started, it wasn't that I was so terrible. It's just that I never really worked with Kirk in the uh, in the past. So, you know, I had to take on a whole new, uh, you know, a, a whole new whatever, a whole new style of producing. It's not and pizza bagels at Kate's Bakery. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not. But the good. But the thing is, is that um, from my experience with Kirk, is I reached out to a, a, a just a ton of people, and nothing was really hit. Nothing was really hit, and I couldn't get a call back. I mean, I couldn't get Kirk. To, to say yes to one idea. I would go, idea, 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 and he, no, 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 no. And then finally, after- Why do you think that was? What was your idea? Sip, sipping down with Kirk? <laughs> well, I mean, that, that was half a joke. Sipping but. down with Kirk. Have you considered entering Bear Week? What about that for an idea? What? Yeah, that's, what the hell is that? That's, so you go up to Provincetown. Talking and about like bears, where, like like Reamer, like, like, like big hairy gay men? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, big hairy gay men. That's, that's, Bears, that's what those people are called. It looks like someone at Bear Week. I've been told that I, I make a great bear. Goodness. Um, but, you know, what can I say? I was born a heterosexual, I guess. Well, no. But, uh, yeah, when, did, when did you choose to be heterosexual? <laughs> Sexuality is fluid. This is a good time for another voicemail. Somebody wants to say something to you. Boys, it's Blind Mike. So I know Moroso is going to make himself out to look like Lorne Michaels. Carefully evaluating Callan as he leans back his chair in his chair and strokes his chin. So I wanted to set the record straight here. I texted Moroso, I texted Kirk three weeks ago saying, should me and Moroso have it out on air? He says, I'm down. Text Mark about it. I text Mark about it and he says, oh, okay, I guess, but you hurt my feelings a little. <laughs> I said, ah, it's good for both of us. Just do it, you dummy. Weeks go by. Someone mentions to Moroso, of the conversation that me and MHB had on air of, hey, why didn't you ever follow up with uh, Kirk? So I get a text the other day saying, hey, you never made it clear to me that Kirk wanted you on the show. That's a lie. So I reference my text that I sent weeks prior. Oh, wow. He is long-winded, huh? Three words of which are... Spoke to Kirk. You guys want to call me back when he's right. done? My, my, my apologize. I didn't <laughs> no, what was left on? Did we get another uh, five minutes he of that? Oh, <laughs> burns. Sick burns here. Going on the long way. Honestly, no. When I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, he droned on. He doesn't say anything more. You got the gist of it. Got yeah, I got the gist of it. Well, what do you want me to say? A liar you are. Mike, <laughs> listen. Mike wants to, wants to battle me, and it's going to happen this week. I can't come on your podcast and start battling Mike. We're going to do that this week. I'll have all the answers to Mike's ridiculous claims. I mean, listen, there's no one. There's no one. I, I can't. I can't. Well, I'm saving this for, for, for Mike, okay? Aww, I, I'm saving on. it for Mike. I have to. Mike, listen. Mike wants to have at me, and we got a stage on Enough About Me. So a podcast battle. We will have a podcast battle. We, there will be. That's right. 
That's right. Now, Mark, the question uh, for you, a question I have. Sucking a dick, how much would you pay or, or be paid for? <laughs> I, what? I... <laughs> you obviously are not a P1 to trash talk. Blind Mike said that he would suck someone's dick for $100,000, and then he, I somehow haggled then him. Then he said 80 Then I, I haggled him down to $80. If you can't see the dick, it's not gay. <laughs> well... I mean, I have something that Mike doesn't, and that's integrity. So I won't be sucking any dicks. Oh, but. <laughs> ouch, ouch. Okay, so so I do want to ask you this. You talked to me uh, off the record about booking guests and some of the success that you've had. Uh, I, how did you land that uh, that guy, Patrick Moynihan? I, I was a very, very curious. It was a good get on your part. Yeah, you like that get? Yeah, that was a good get. Well, that was a roller coaster ride. So, um, so, you know, Kirk, you know, he tweets me the, or excuse me, he texts me the, article and he's like I, we got to get this guy let's get him on so i start reaching out like crazy you know every single avenue i'm going down i'm trying to find this guy i'm emailing people left and right so monday morning rolls around i haven't heard back yet and i get a text from uh kirk at like nine or ten o'clock and he's like hey the guys at wei they got moynihan he was on the morning show and i'm you know i'm like fuck i'm like god damn it you know i'm like ah, that does not look good on me that i can't do this but but, you know, his old guy, Curtis, can. So I'm like, shit. So I just decide I'll text Curtis and I'll say, hey, man, you know, what did you do differently than I did? Well, get past that. Yeah. So so I, t- I text Curtis and I'm like, I'm like, buddy, how'd you do that? You know, I, I've been trying to get this guy all weekend. Like, how'd you find him? And he texts me nothing back. He just texts me a phone number. And uh, I'm like, well, who is this? What's going on? And, and he's like, this is this is Patrick Moynihan's personal assistant. Just give the, the give the number a call. So I'm like, how did you do this, dude? I've been looking up and down. And, and he's texting me something like, I can't talk to you right now. I'm very busy. I helped you. There you go. You know, whatever. Use it. So I'm like, you know what, man? Thank you. I appreciate it. It's cool. I don't, you know, whatever. So I call the number. And someone picks up. I don't have a name. And so, hello. And I say, uh, I just thought I go, hey, what's up? My name is Mark Moroso, and uh, I'm Kirk Manan's producer. And we were just wondering, and the guy just goes, stop, 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 Mark, Mark, stop, stop. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, uh, it's Mark James. What's up, man? <laughs> so, so he gave me Mark James's cell phone number. What a complete Martin. What a complete asshole Curtis is. Curtis sounds like a real dick. Well, no, come on. Listen, it was funny. I, I would tell you Curtis is a dick if it wasn't for the fact that I've he has actually helped me a number of times, and he's er- well. How much Robert? He's earned himself enough uh, goodwill to 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 throw a jab at me like that. But he lied but, to you, basically. He, he lied. He's a liar. Whatever. It was a joke. But it was funny. So so then I tell Kirk, I'm like, hey, you know, this is what Curtis did to me, and Kirk is like mad, and he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he lied to you. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He lied to you. That's a lie. <laughs> but I hate saying that. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he messed up and and whatever. So fuck uh, you. And I ended up I ended up texting him like, Hey, bro, was uh, did you were you messing with me or did you just make a mistake? And and he never got back to me. But you know what is what funny about that? You know what is funny about that is when I had Mark on the phone with me. You know, I remembered that you I had said something about on the first time that I was on with um with you and uh, and uh, Blind Mike. Yeah, I-, I said something about Mark James. And so he said, hey man, he said to me, by the way, I heard you on that podcast. And now I'm like starting to sweat a little. I'm like, oh fuck, like what is, he's gonna be like, you piece of shit, you're an asshole. Don't even come around me in the building. And, uh, <laughs> and he just goes, I heard you on that podcast. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that thing you said about the Dale and Keith show, that was hilarious, man. I love that. He's never going to get confrontational with you. When he has you on the phone, he's going to back down faster than anything. Yeah. Don't worry about him. So, yeah. yeah that's, that's hilarious that he listens, first of all. We all know that these people are so thin-skinned and so driven by their own egos that, of course, they, they listen, listen to everything. everything. Because it's like on the off chance that you're going to make a – I mean, Wiggy listens. I know that 100%. He told me he listens. So, so, so he told you that. I mean, I have to say that I think that was your highest moment. That was the height of your Twitter praise, right? Moroso? Uh, what was that when I after I was on with you and Blind Mike? Well, that was a great moment when you. Yeah, and I also that. I was also pretty popular after the the first time I was on with you guys. That's right, you were people like. I think. Listen, I think what happened was where you guys lost me was I just got like inundated with hate tweets <laughs> for like for a long time, and I think I, you probably did. Listen, you probably got me on a bad day, and I probably was just like fucked. But you know that's how I am, and like that's kind of a fault of mine. Like I, I just can't back down. I always like I, I'm always fucking like I, I can't walk away. I'm, I'm fighting with everyone all the time. So 
I'm, I'm working on it, guys. Plus, I'm not, you know, I'm, I was not inside the, the Kirk Minahan universe. Like, I'm not, this is like insane. Like, it, it just comes at every freaking angle. Again, I was trying to warn you about it, man, but there is there's a lot of people that are very, very negative uh, about it that are going to give you a lot of shit, and you just can't let the Twitter shit affect you. Would you prefer, Mark, that nobody listens to you at all? No. Or would you prefer a reaction? No. You're getting a reaction. I'm getting a reaction, and that's good. You're right. I'm getting a reaction, and that's a good thing. You're, you're absolutely... But can I can I tweet back? Why can't I chirp back? Okay, if you wait, say, why me, can't I say something back? Trip, do it. Do chirp it well. back. Okay, it's, so some of your chirp backs, I think, come across like a little. I don't want to say sensitive. Being a bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. Yeah, being a bitch. That's fine. But that's fine. They're just they come across like a little bit like like you're not in on the joke. Like I want you to tweet back like you're in on the joke. Like like that you're just like like I, you know like it some of it comes across like you're genuinely like somebody like hurt your feelings and you're like saying, "Well, if that's how you feel, well then just fuck you, man." You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like, dude, oh, whoa, okay, like Yeah. We're, we're all dicking around here. Like well, nobody listen, actually I, nobody yeah. actually would hope. I mean, okay, maybe there are some people, but like nobody would actually hope that you're like out of a job. I would I would I would really hope that people aren't right. actually thinking that. So that, that's the only thing. That's the only thing that bu that bugs me, right? And and here's the thing: is I don't really is care. Is that the only thing that bugs you? No, there's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> okay. of things. That, there's a lot of things. Make sure. But I, I, you know, Kirk is very loyal to his Twitter people, and you guys do a lot for him, and you guys have a, a close relationship. So, uh, yeah, I mean, after I get like 500 things that are like you suck, and we hope you don't get the job, I'm like half thinking like, Jesus, Kirk, like at home, and he's looking at this, and he's like, oh, fuck this kid. If they don't like him, then I don't like him. He's amused. He's amused. He's amused by this. He's a fucking brick wall. You can't get anything. I've never. It, it's unbelievable. He's an, it's he's an introvert. Brick Seamus Minahan. You're an extrovert. He's an introvert. You got to understand the type of guy he is. You probably would be much better emailing or DMing him to get more out of him. He's just not going to be the type of guy who's going to open up to you. But I can promise you he's amused by this. He, If you're also loyal, you could be stupid. But if you're loyal, that's going to go a long way, too. No, no, I am. I'm extremely loyal. And, and I'm starting to I'm starting to realize that there are a couple of things that are extremely important. And the rest of it is just, you know, fluff and fun. And, you know, this, you know, whatever. Twitter shit is Twitter shit. But to Kirk, there's like two, three things that you absolutely have to do and repeat. And if you do those things, you got a shot. What are they? What are they? Well, I mean, you've heard the guy a thousand times. Loyalty, loyalty is is a big one. And is that you know, is you that can... a shot at Colonane? Is that a shot at Colonane? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I'm not here to take shots at Colonane. Listen, Colonane's gone. I don't have to take shots at him. All right. He's gone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, if this was a football play, I feel like I stripped the ball out of his hand or something, and now you know it's a fumble. We're, oh. we're running the we're running the other way with it. But is it? Listen, is it a fantasy of mine to think that he got hired and then I came on the show with you and Mike, and then maybe some subconsciously Kirk was like, "Hey, Mark's not so bad. Mark's not so bad." And then you know that kind of worked in my favor down the is, road is that is that your fantasy is that what you, you think about that 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 it was that colinane's bad uh performance on our show was the reason that you got the job no no no. yes it was but it was it was both his bad performance and my good performance i mean i think you were actually pretty good with us i thought that it was like it was it was uh people were interested and we really liked you i think that dec and i really liked you it's just for you yeah i think the issue that you got into with dec was calling him a bitch i think that's what really yeah got i called him a bitch and saying that he was hiding behind a veil I did you know. say it, and he is hiding behind a veil. What is your issue yeah, with just that, like, though? <laughs> so what, about, what about some of these people hiding behind a veil? Which people? PFT commenter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Party. Right. KFC. Well, when they, Big cat. when they come and talk shit about me, I'll, you know, I'll call them out, too. Hiding behind a veil. <laughs> um, no, but let's put it this way. Hold on. DC, let's put it this way. Yeah. You know everything about me, dude. You know you know my freaking wife's name. You know how many kids I have. You know where I work. I you know where I live. Well, my, my point is I, I – I only know that you were the captain of your hockey team, but I don't know anything else. Football team. Football, bro. Jeez, man. <laughs> I thought you knew me. No, no, no. But, but what I'm saying is, is like we're not on – I felt as though we weren't on level playing ground. And that, you know, you could take shots at me because you knew all these things about me. And I didn't know shit about you. So I would love to take, you what know. What do you want to know about me? What's the best way to get under your skin? Well, isn't that a better question for me? <laughs> yeah. That's one of those like, things you got Oh, learn. and then, I mean, hold the on. And then you said. This is a Conrad Thompson podcast. So, I mean, hey, let's, let's not get too crazy here. You said, hold on. You said the last time that you did this show when you guys were talking about me on your show, you said that I went to 
Mark Hannon's balls, and I asked him, and I started I started going through him, and then you said like I was saying things about you behind your back to him. I I tweeted him and I said, hey, let's just let's just do it on your show. Let's just have this. Let's have it out on your show. It's all I tweeted him, and then I hear you're like, oh, he's talking shit behind my back, and you guys are going back and forth, and I don't know what he's saying. So you're lying. <laughs> yeah, I'm always lying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that you're. I think that you're also like that. That aspect of the of the whole Twitter beef and and of of kind of we're we're creating content here, right? So I yeah, mean, right. Yeah, the the uh, the if if the beef gets a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Embellished mm. is maybe the word for yeah, don't, it. Don't you understand? Like at this, like level, shut the hell up, DEC. God damn it, we're. Ten- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, wait. No, that, that's good. That's good. That's good. At this level, that we're all caricatures. This isn't real life. Yeah. I mean, you're taking the. You're taking the. It's a the stick. Sale. It's a you're stick. Ta- you and Jerry Springer stick. have a stick. Okay. It's taking all of the fun out of this, where you're kind of you're taking the wind out of my sails i would love to just like beat down on you but this is the good mark morosa to have just be yourself be lovable be the wacky mark morosa guy or whatever you are and you can turn people around i think that's the thing is that like your per- you don't tweet how you talk if that makes sense right like you you in person in podcast are much better than you on twitter and maybe right. that's because you only you you're not really you don't really tweet that often you know I, I don't think I understand. Yeah, I mean, your Twitter I, game is horrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I guess I don't understand Twitter in the, entirely the way that like you guys get it. And, well, because we're losers that like spend most of our lives on Twitter. So, uh, so can I help you with Twitter? So this is this is what it's about. There's 240 characters. You type them and you hit send. Okay, is that right? And you you you're the whole point is to just shit all over everything constantly, oh, right? Jeez, no. no. I don't know what this shit. <laughs> Sometimes it's funny. I mean, I make. I think. I think. Uh, you know. I and it's I will satire. give you. I will give you props, Mark. Um, well, I mean, kind of. You did come up with the idea, and then I did about ninety nine point nine percent of the work for. But him. I had the idea. <laughs> Typical radio guy has the bright idea, and then makes everybody else do all the work for it. Oh my god! But you did have the good idea to do the big time football. I thought that that was that was pretty funny, and I think it actually turned out pretty well. I think Kirk liked it. Yeah. And that could hopefully maybe play in your favor i hope so i hope so and i i will say that when i when i had that idea it it suddenly dawned on me like that there was more that like i there were more ways to use twitter that i had allies there and that you know there was a lot of opportunity on twitter yes you sound a lot like francesa saying he's only unlocked 10 percent of the features (laughs) (laughs) you know this is a good time for another voicemail we have one other person who wanted to say something to you for you you didn't have balls you take your fucking head ball and coke over the border but I take it for you and we get over the border and you just give me a little bit of fucking your coke <laughs> you didn't spread you didn't spread, you didn't give me half and half but you are another Fucking no I don't think Morosa even knows who this is. Who is this Morosa? I have no idea what this is. Fuck you, piece of shit. Oh, it's it's uh it's Al Pacino and Scarface, right? Piece of shit, Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. Who 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 is that? By the way, is that is that? That's the Iron Sheik. That's 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 he not Pacino. It. He's really pissed off. He's really pissed off. Um. Yeah. Do you really not know that? Have you not heard that no, before? No, I know who it is. I'm just no. No, I, I don't know who Mark. is that a wrestler? Is that is that what that is? Yes. I am not a wrestling guy. Are you? Why? I yeah. I, I would have put you for the type of guy that would take yeah. work off on you know the day after WrestleMania. You know. No, I, the I'm thing not, when I I'm when not I at Jimmy Stewart level where I'm going yeah. to WrestleMania. I just I just watching. I was just I just played and was good at real sports when I grew up. So I kind of just you know. Whoa, whoa! whoa I left whoa, that for the whoa. kids. Oh, I see. Whoa, whoa, I see. Whoa, whoa. I see. Wrestling is the only thing that's not a work. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, quick question. Um. At the beginning of the novel, Henry reports that seven thousand uh, soldiers have died due to what in a farewell to arms. He reports that seven thousand soldiers have died due to what. Due to what disease? Damn, man, that's a what? good freaking question. Mm, okay, I know that was your favorite novel. Uh, immediately before Henry kisses Catherine, for is the it first like gangrene time. or something? I don't know. 
that. Well, what, I'm going to flat out tell you, I have no idea. <laughs> Never read the book, don't know it. Where does, what, what is, first of all, where, at the end of the novel, there's a, there's a really great line. Uh, what is, where does, what does Henry walk home in at the end of the line in, uh, in A Farewell to Arms? Listen, I, I will not answer that out of principle. <laughs> no, hold on. Listen, I won't answer it out of principle because that is probably the most gut-wrenching thing you'll ever read in your life. And if you want to find out, read the freaking book. So you haven't read the book. Okay, so uh, well, what does he walk home in? That's the most famous line. He, he walks walk- home in the rain, okay? Hey, he walks home in the rain. There we go. That's right. Okay, he has read the book. I am impressed. Um, what other beef do you have with DEC? So that's about it. So DEC, I'll say this. You, right. you're when you come at me, you seem vicious. Like you don't seem playful. So, <laughs> so maybe I came back at you and it didn't seem playful. But every time you come at me, it, it seems like personal, like a personal vendetta or something. So, what have I put in that's personal? I don't know. I mean, it's just a feel. It's like, listen, put it this way. It feels like you're pushing me out on this job. It feels like you're leading the posse to like get me out. Like, you know, let's let's get Mark Moroso out. We don't want him as Kirk's producer. You are a ball of yarn, and I'm a cat. <laughs> All right, that's 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 fair. So, do I have your do I have your endorsement? Are, are you fully supporting the Mark Moroso for producer campaign? I, okay, I, I I think that you've done a good job. I think that if you were, I think okay, let me put it this way: if you were really, really as horrible as Twitter makes you sound to be, you wouldn't be the producer for Kirk Minahan right now. I think does that make sense? Do yeah, no, I mean, I no, I keep telling you guys, if he does, if he didn't want me there, I would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah, I know, I think that that's fair, um, but I also think that there's like, so I think that you get real. I think it's funny that people can call you like people can say that you like that you've got to wear a helmet on and off the field when you play <laughs> football, and people people can say call you a, a, a knee below because your tits hang below your knees or something. All this all this mean shit. But what really gets you upset, and I guess it's a sign of that you're a true professional. What really gets you upset is the stuff about the podcast. I think it's actually kind of kind of cute. I mean that that's that's really what upsets so what's you. What's the story about the music? The music is shit. You don't like the music? We need to ask about it. It's horrible. What's wrong with the music? You are intentionally trolling us at this point, right? Like you are clearly doing that to piss people off. It's a bad vibe at the beginning. I'm not in the moment. What has Kirk said about the music? What has he said? Like, is he said? I don't think he's ever heard it. First of all, I don't think Kirk listens back. I'm assuming. Of course he does. Of course he does. So, so Kirk likes that you are just trolling the listeners with like this verbal herpes in there with the the opening of these 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 fucking podcasts here. Like it's like all this crazy like. You got you got EDM and club music, man. Like what the hell? So, um, at one point, Kirk just said, kind of in passing, he said, uh, "Well, I don't know if if I like the intro, but I don't know know if I want to get rid of music completely." And he kind of just said, "You know what, man? Just do whatever. Just just do whatever you think is right." And uh, <laughs> nobody has said a word to me, <laughs> so I just keep cranking I have. it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, no. Listen, I'm I'm only concerned at you know with like the the opinions of three people inside that building, and they haven't said a word. <laughs> so I just keep cranking out this you know house music to start the show, and no one says anything. So we're, you guys are gonna get more of it. Do you have any requests? Is there any type of music you'd like to hear? Uh, I would say Americana. That's what DEC yeah, keeps Americana saying. Yeah, Americana would be good. You want like, some Americana? Like I actually you know what Americana is. Yeah, I assume it's like uh, it's like a coffee that you get in Europe, but it's like a big one. There's some of that patented Mark Moroso humor we keep hearing about. There you go. This will this will fit more for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Is this hey, what you want? Enough about me. On this episode of Enough About Me. Sexy. Um, Let me. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. We're gonna have a serious conversation about the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not bad. You can just find this on, on on the YouTube audio library. I'm good, man. I'm all set. Thanks. Um, but, <laughs> Big <laughs> but, uh, time, Moroso. <laughs> what I wanted to What I wanted to ask you guys is, um, each of you, uh, is, is there a, an episode recently? Exactly. Thank you. I actually liked the um, intro music on the last, on the one today, the Lombardi one today. I actually liked it. I thought you did a good, I thought that was good. Nope, Keep didn't that. like it. No? Okay. I liked hold it. On, the only hold one on. I liked was the one on Friday. That was the only one that fit. I don't even remember which one that was. What, what uh, episode was, was that? It was, some, it, was uh, it was the big time football. 
Okay, great, good. So no, what I'm asking is, is there a, just an episode of Enough About Me that you recently, which one in the last 10 episodes have you liked, have you liked the most? Big time football, the William Bendenson Patriots yeah, absolutely the big time was fucking, one. was awesome. That was awesome. It was great. Yeah. It was yeah, that really, was really funny. One. It was the best, Kirk is right. That's one of his best ones. Um, but Kirk was getting some, some shit today on Twitter with the Lombardi. What was your opinion on that? Do you think Kirk went a little bit easy on Lombardi playing nice with him? No, I mean, I get why people were coming at him because, you know, he asked Lombardi like, oh, what do you and Belichick talk about? And like, you know, for, for half a second, he was like a nice guy and everyone's like, oh, to rip him to fucking pieces. Um, but, you know, he has, he has a history with, with the guy. The guy was nice enough to come back on and I don't know. Let's put it this way. I think that he was a great as, sport to come back on. Yeah. He, are you kidding me? He absolutely was. People won't go on the show once. How I many? T- and, and that guy was on and Kirk trashed him with sporty. And then he, and he came right back on again. So, so hats off to that guy. He's a, a, a true professional, but I think that gridiron genius, I think that Kirk is, is calmed down a little bit since his fighting days at EEI. And I think that he wants to reconcile some things. I don't think he wants to be everyone's enemy. I think there are plenty of people for him to be any enemies with, and he will continue to be their enemy. But I think there are also a handful of people that he just wants to bury the hatchet and be like, Hey, it's like, you know, I don't want to hate you, and you don't have to hate me. Let's just fucking move on and like just like, hey, just like me and you in you, DC. That's we right. need to bury the hatchet tonight. So you're making it kind of easy to do that because I'm ready to to go at you. But again, you're taking the wind out of my sails. It's well, come crazy. at me, come at me. Well, no, now it's like kicking a puppy. <laughs> I'm the one who's gonna have. I don't think a double. It's gonna be a double turn where I'll end up the heel and you'll end up the baby face. I don't think that that uh, blind Mike is going to He's go as easy heel. tomorrow. Oh no, Blind Mike will go super hard tomorrow with all the facts. Super hard. I will go. (laughs) Mark, that was actually a really good Blind Mike impression. Better one than mine. I appreciate that. I've been working really hard on it, you shithead. (laughs) Are you going to do do that tomorrow? I I just kind of popped that into my repertoire right now. Go a little while and he'll just run out of breath because he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to. I like I said, I want to leave. I once was. I want. I want to leave him for tomorrow. But I gotta tell you, there are times when he's like chirping and talking, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what, dude? What? Like, I can't even. You. It just feels like. Where are you coming from with this? He just comes out of nowhere and he's like, "You owe me everything," and I'm like, <laughs> "Does he do that to you guys?" He gave you your big break. Well, I know that Steve from Providence feels that way. Steve from Providence calls him coattails grabbing Geary because he he grabbed onto the success of our show. Um, but that's not. I mean, that's not fair. I'm his co-host on Trash Talk, so I would be uh, doing a disservice. Which is pissed to off Steve as well because that's right. he feels as though again another thing that he's ripped off this show takes the takes the co-host off. But to be fair, hold on, are, are you guys? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, are, are you guys... Um, oh, no, you go first. Oh, no, you, you first. Okay. Oh, no, I, lo- I love you more. No, I love you more. Are you are you, inde- phone. are you indebted to Mike? Does Mike tell you that without him and without his yes, EI... Boss. Yes, boss. Listen, without Mike... Never. Without Mike... Uh, Mike, first of all, he's got to approve every single one of our podcasts. He has final editing rights, final veto rights. He's our boss, our dear leader. He has... He is... He's, he's basically... You know, he he's the, he's the master of the ship. He's our captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Blind Mike Geary. Hey, you there? Yeah. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Uh. <laughs> we lost him. What the fuck? We lost you. Come back and join us, Mark. Yeah, he's gone. Um, he's calling me. Hold on, here we go. Hey, uh, Mark Moroso, what's up? We got you on the line. Okay, are you, are you recording me? Yeah, we're still. Yeah, yeah, are you are you done? Are you done? You're gonna be. You're gonna join. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're, that's it for tonight. No, I got bumped, bro. I got like you, the you know little thing was like, hey, you're all done. We kicked you off because this, that, and the third and computer problems. And I was like, all right, whatever. That's <laughs> never happened that, before. DEC says that's never happened before. You're welcome to rejoin, or you're welcome to to give us your final thoughts here uh, on the phone. Okay, cool. That's fine. I, yeah, I can do my final thoughts. We've been going. We've been going for a while. Um, so, all right, I'll put it like this. DC, you're coming around on me. I think you really just want to bury me on Twitter. So if I let you freaking do that and you can rip me apart, then, you know, we can be friends. Uh, Mark Hannon's balls. It's MHB. Love- it's just MHB now. I just changed the Twitter handle. It's, it's, MHB. Offici- it's officially it's, real okay. MHB. Okay, MHB. It's a little now bit I'm more palatable for my career in radio. Okay, fair enough. We <laughs> seem to have... 
we seem to have a good rapport. It seems like that possibly if we met under different circumstances and you were around here, we could even be friends. Am I wrong about that? Oh, no, I would be. I would be. I'm not going to go to come to your house to watch Game of Thrones or anything like that. But, <laughs> but, but we could be definitely be friends for sure. Uh, I always try to be everyone's friend, man. That's um, right. But yeah. no, so, so as far as the Twitter, people go like if they want to continue to hate me and trip at me, hey, that's a lot better than ignoring me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love you people. And the truth is I am going to be Kirk Renner producer so let's learn to get along and let's move forward and have a great fun show oh my god this is basically this is like an arranged marriage like i i am going to be listen i'm just telling you the way this this is how it's gonna be i'm gonna be kirk's producer and you i heard whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i heard heard that martin rose is gonna be his producer do you have anything to impart is there some advice to swing the twitter favor back in my direction Um, advice to swing the twitter favor back in your direction i would say take twitter less seriously don't care at all chirp back if, if you come back that if you have like the uh the responses that gives the impression that you're above the noise or two things either don't respond at all or when you respond back do something that either shows that you're in on the joke or is funny or self-deprecating but don't i wouldn't chirp back in a way that shows that you're taking it personally because once people know that you right. take something personally they fucking pounce and they're going to they're going to to, to to prod at you with that forever and ever and ever and ever amen and that's going to be it so so that would that's that'd be my advice either don't engage at all or take it less seriously and people it'll work out better for you yeah okay that, that that sounds good to me i can do that all right mark well hey uh dec can't respond but i know that he's wishing you well right now as he screams in my ear um but yeah we we are appreciative of you coming on our podcast today and we will yeah. look forward to you and uh, oh hold on you know what i i want to say one more thing oh gosh what do you, what do you got um i i i just want to say that if i get the the when i get the minute the minute the minute hand job right is it if or when when i get the minute that's job, right there you we'll, go have when, some confidence when i become kirk's producer actualize it my friend i am going to make a pledge to you right now that i will appear once a month if you want me on the minifan podcast oh my god to, to give you all things behind the scene and you know behind the curtain and you can have exclusive rights to kirk minahan's producer uh, once a month when it happens. Okay. If you like. If you like. Now, if someone else gets hired, I can't promise you that access. You know, I can't. As, selfishly, I, I like that we would have the opportunity to have that access. Um, DEC, what are your thoughts on that? Eh. <laughs> Yeah, I, All right. I, well, I, like, I like that. That's a good idea. We can look into that for sure. And hey, I'm always about the behind the scenes stuff. And 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 for the sake of selfishly, uh, I like. I would like to keep that uh, to to take you up on that offer. Uh, I know that that DEC feels differently, um, but 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 we will uh, we will wish you well. And I think that hopefully you change some people's minds. I think the highlight for me of this podcast was your Chris Curtis story. I think the hatred that some people have for Curtis exceeds the hatred that people have for you. So I think that people will get a kick out of that. So nice job with that. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Good luck with everything. I'm sure we'll talk soon. I'll see you on Twitter. All right. Sounds good, man. Talk to you. Uh, talk to you down the line. Thanks. Bye. There he is. Uh, soon to be the former producer for Kirk Menahan, Mark Moroso Jr. <laughs> so are people really going to, you think people are really going to be mad at me and say I back down? No, no. I don't think people will be mad at you. I think that it's just, it. Mark is, I mean, he's kind of. You know, all bark and no bite. That's really the reality. He's a tough guy. Like even I Kurt, punched I him like a whole bunch of times, and then it was like punching the Pillsbury Doughboy. I can't help but like the guy. Like, do do I do I think he's the best producer f- for Kirk Minahan? No, um, but I don't think he's the worst either. And I think that he's endearing and he does he does care and he's loyal. I like that. Um, it's like I Kirk, don't think the I don't think the the job pool is is great. Yeah, and he's like sober Curtis when Curtis was drunk. So I mean, I think it's very difficult to go scorched earth with the guy because at the end of the day, his tendency to want to be everybody's friend comes out. He says it himself that he wants to be everybody's friend. So when he comes on this podcast, even though he's chirping you on Twitter and calling you a bitch and saying that you don't have a real job, which you didn't even go at him about that. You if you forgot the job part. Um, I don't think I remembered him ever saying that. Oh, uh, well, he, he said say that with us about, now. Yeah. No, on Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter, on Twitter. And oh, I didn't uh, see that yeah, one. so I think that, that that's the issue is that he's he when, uh, when you're interviewing a guy like that who's trying really really hard to be to be diplomatic and be nice, 
it makes it a little harder to uh, to go. The, the best you can do is kind of make fun of the way that he's uh, talking about things. You know what I mean? Right. So, like hey. a bear week. Yeah, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so we went long. We'll have to cut this up. Um, we missed our uh, our opportunity to um, to have uh, to have a special guest um, join us. Yeah, what was his problem? Uh, putting the kids to bed. So um, so we'll have to. He's uh, got kids. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, oh, I have no this, idea. This is great radio. Nobody knows exactly who we're talking about. So we had a plan to bring in a surprise uh, guest caller in to uh, bombard Moroso, but hopefully uh, if we do have him back on down the line, because it seems like every single guest that we book for this show is miraculously backing out at the last minute uh, due right. to dark forces aligning against us. Um, if we do have to have low-hanging Moroso back on the podcast, we can always um, save that for down the line. Right. That's all I got, man. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Uh, uh, I think we will just end this with this. Previously on Trash Talk. You should be fighting against it as passionately as if Robert Kraft tried to hand you $100,000. That's how angry you should be about this. Would you suck his dick for $100,000? I would. In, in <laughs> Right here in the studio, there would be a portrait of me performing the act. For a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what's the least? What's the least amount of money you'd suck a dick for? Eighty bucks. Eighty? <laughs> no. Uh, genuine. You, you want a genuine answer? Yeah. I'm gonna say like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, but you could, oh, you could, you could easily chip away at that if you put the cash in front of me. A couple grand. <laughs> say if I give you twelve hundred bucks cash, that's right out of the table. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Why not? You gotta try everything once before you die, right? We got no. coattails grabbing Geary and, 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 and tank gurgling Geary after yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> My negotiation of this would literally be like an episode of Pawn Stars where you'd shoot me on the way in and I'd say, you know, obviously I'm not gonna walk out of here for less than uh thirty thousand dollars. And then on the way out I'm like well, you know, it's not exactly what I wanted, but uh, I got myself a nice dinner in Vegas, and uh, hey, it's 80 bucks in my pocket that I didn't have. That's right. Before.